not when we're recording it, it's Monday, but it's Thursday time. Which means that it's tremendous time. And we tell you to listen to it on Friday, but it's Thursday. It's tremendous day. But actually Monday. It's actually amazing. It's 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 what it is. You know what it isn't? Woo day. Woo day? That was a poor woo. Oh yeah, I know. You can't Fuck. be happy with that word. I know, my throat got a little bit clogged up. Should I do it again? to ruin your Thursday mornings. I didn't mean to get in the way of, uh, my phlegm to get in the way of your morning, but that's what it was. And here it is, the restart, the redo, the high, high uh, production, tremendous podcast. <laughs> yeah. This thousand dollar soundboard is paying for itself. It really is. When I both, both bought it, it's got like eight <laughs> multicolored lights so you can put like sound effects and I'm like, we're going to use this all the time. Oh my God. That's the only so- one we use is this one. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's right. When I'm Kevin Randleman and you're Fedor slamming me on it. <laughs> guys, it's Tom Whitcomb and Elia Rovetti. I feel like we don't do that enough, but we should. We just introduce ourselves. We do just assume everyone knows who we are, don't we? Yeah, they should. Yeah, they really should. Why would you be listening to this otherwise? <laughs> Tremendous. That sounds good. I've yeah, got an yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, the week is going pretty interestingly. I mean, at least last week was uh, where we're going to be... Uh, where we're going to be talking about. Yeah, it's weird because we're all thrown out on our times, right? It's Monday and we're reflecting. Something big happened last week. And we're going to go into all kinds of detail about that. Little little, little, little uh, teaser for you. Mm. It involves glassware and Elliot's head. <laughs> it does. Uh, it's uh, the first time that I've experienced anything like it. And um, I've got, we've got a call in from uh, Room Runner, Sydney Room Runner, um, we'll see if we say his name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's never stopped you from saying it before. I know. Elliot's going to be looking at me every time, like, I don't know, we're going to have to bleep a lot of things. Things. That's exactly right. A I lot was of quotes t- of Donald Trump saying tremendous. Yeah, I was just trying to stop myself uh, from having to do so much um, <laughs> editing work kind of thing on the top end. Uh, but uh, what, what are we? We're well, Monday, it's the day after Anzac Day. I'm still furious this isn't a public holiday. It's yeah. ridiculous. You, I, I robbed. Everyone got robbed kind of thing. Yeah, That's yeah. so bullshit whenever that happens. It's uh, not what the Anzacs fought for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like uh, boss. Everyone should go into work angry. Just yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Turkish won. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was gonna. Uh, I thought that we'd be coming in with a lot more um, sort of uh, smoothness, silkiness into this podcast. But I, I, you know, for some reason, I've just hit like a little uh, head wall. You can really tell with the woo. Ooh. I really think, like, if you're listening, if you're trying to find That's which so tremendous podcast to listen to, just listen to the first minute and listen to how enthusiastic the woo <laughs> is. And if it's low, just skip. Yeah. Just go to the next episode. Don't even swear. Well, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to, uh, in tremendous fashion, right after something that was really appealing, I'm going to shout out some of our fans. <laughs> um, just a quick shout out. I'm going to try and do this on a weekly basis to some people that are always supportive, always watching our stories and always downloading our podcast. Just a quick shout out to Mr. Connor Keehan and Mr. Zach Levin. Uh, also, a little shout out to the family, to the uh, to my to my brother, Jeroa Rovetti. Uh, always listening, always supporting. Brother's tremendous. Um, th- thank you so much. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, look, I'll throw a shout out to Jim McNally, big fan of the podcast. I think he wants to call in sometime to tell us about Yetis. I don't really know why. Well, no, not Yetis, but what's the... Oh, Yowies. Yowies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's got overalls and no <laughs> shoes. Uh, Jim, I don't know whether that... I kind of had this in my barrel for uh, for something to talk about at today's podcast. But maybe I'll do a, maybe I'll do a good old-fashioned... I bet you're not listening to this, Jim McNally. But Ooh. he might be... I'm actually kind of hoping... He lets me tell this story anyway because it's so great. So, Jim... Wait, do we have the segment music? Do we have any kind of... Other than the uh, 
other than the Pride uh, and, uh, theme song, do we have any other kind of track? Yeah. Hotline. It's going to happen later, so it's probably relevant. <laughs> you know, it's kind of relevant. It's kind of relevant. So we should have more songs. <laughs> um, Jim, Jim, do you, if you would remember the, uh, the evening slash, the evening of slash morning after, uh, G- Imogen Bracken's uh, 21st birthday party. Um, and you would like, or not like me to tell the story, uh, you better get in contact. Because uh, I think he, he does listen. He'll, he'll know. He'll be listening to this. Jim, give me permission and or refuse me permission that I will then ignore Jimmy to tell nails. that story. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Bite him. Because you should be panicking. Call Tom so that we can uh, end these uh, launch codes and stop this story. The concept of the story, and you can give some thought about this for, for when we get around to telling it next week. Uh, but the concept of the story is, have you ever had times where your friends have just done something in front of your parents to make them instantly hate them? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so funny. Isn't that such a thing where 100%. you're like, oh, God, you can't come over anymore. Oh, that is... <laughs> <laughs> I used to... Uh, Otis Dingwall, Otis James Dingwall, the, uh, the DJ, the musician for the intro song... Otis Complains the, James. Otis Complains. Otis Blames James. Um he, he, his mother and I um, were quite um, good friends and stuff like that when we were growing up. She was always like trusting. She'd always trust me. And so, there was this time where like uh, she would not let Otis take out the car. And she said, well, what about if Elliot drives? And she goes, well, Elliot can drive. Yeah, of course. You know? <laughs> she, she let You're me the take, opposite. Yeah. She took out, she took, she gave me the car and she was like, uh, just don't let Otis drive. <laughs> <laughs> were you, were you in a place where you deserved that level of trust? Um, you know, I did a lot of, uh, you know, um, wooery. Okay. Cause then the opposite's annoying as well. It's like when your parents trust one of your friends that they absolutely shouldn't. Oh, like, no, 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 he's a dirtbag. Stop <laughs> thinking that. It was probably a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're hanging out with his friend, your friend, and he's talking about fucking your mom and then you go and he's like hello mrs Whitcomb. lovely to see you again it's like she's such a lovely boy it's like oh you don't know you don't know the half of it it was a little bit like that it was always funny we'd always try and push each other i didn't know that i was ever really flirting or anything but we'd always push each other and be like because he had a sister as well and we just talk shit about each other's sisters and, and, and mums and stuff like that once i got so angry in class at uh at two of my friends because they were saying ellie when you have a daughter our two sons are going to spit roast her. <laughs> and I was getting actually angry. I was like, what are you talking? No, they won't. <laughs> and I appe- I'm going to raise her right. Yeah, exactly. I was like, fuck you guys. And then I, I appealed to the other women in the class and they're like, what are you getting angry about? And I was like, this is what they said. And they were like, that's disgusting, guys. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, guys, right? But I was, yeah. I, I remember, it's so funny stuff. Like, that. like uh, I remember there was a mate of mine who was uh, at a party and they were like having pre-drinks, having beers and stuff. And they were talking about one of the guys, their sisters. And my mate goes, yeah, yeah, your sister's a slut. And he goes, oh, well, your brother's gay. And it was just like, game over. Oh, that was the, goodness. and for the, ever since, there's just been jokes about this brother, the guy having a gay brother, even in the modern era where there's nothing wrong with that. That is so funny. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a friend who, uh, I, I would never, I can't say his name, but um, his sister slept with Latrell Mitchell. Oh, really? From the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Well, this is huge, huge so, news on the podcast. Yeah, but South but, Sydney Rabbitohs gossip. But I think it was actually before he was playing for the Rabbitohs, yeah. and um, and he was playing for the mighty Eastern Sydney Roosters. Yeah, that's right. And so he um, peak of his career. Yeah, and and the and so then after in the morning when he woke up, um, this girl's dad was like, "Oh man." Charles, can I, I'm gonna get a photo. I <laughs> <laughs> got a photo with Latrell on his shade, on his walker shade. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Where are you going, Latrell? Get back in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So you, you think you're gonna uh, stay with the Roosters? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need condoms. Are the, are the Rabbitohs uh, rumors true? <laughs> Just tell me, are they true? 
Yeah, so it wasn't like he could do much anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chunk is on the stiff arm as he leaves. Him. Stiff arm. <laughs> Don't argue. <laughs> I heard a story about a 21st where a, uh, a, a, a guy was having his 21st and his mum was hosting it and the mum was single and was like doing shots with everyone and then ended up in a bath, in a, not a bathtub, in a, in a jacuzzi hooking up with one of his friends. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Shit. Unbelievable. That is fucking that's unforgivable yeah that is unforgivable i know a guy that happened to when i was just like and he still talks to his mom i'm like that's over for me there like i'm is like is it really do you think so yeah it's over. yeah wow done kind of thing i'm like yeah, well we're good now but she's a woman she's got needs one of them has to die <laughs> <laughs> mom you can pick which yeah yeah yeah, yeah. God. i just as i as i made that line i was like oh we're making jokes about Elliot killing his mother. It's, it's got really dark i forgot how dark this was <laughs> hey man i took it there um yeah no, no no uh okay so look i feel like i've got to, my mind's itching my mind is being like i gotta to get to this story i'm trying to hold together all the facts and everything you know okay cool you want to you want to get into it Let's get into it. So, how do we, we want? We want to just kind of broke uh, the, the the topic to start with, and we'll we'll call up uh, the, our, our mystery guest. Good to, idea. Uh, okay, cool. So, where, how, do you want to introduce this, or should I introduce just the the, the basic premise? I think it would be probably. Um, pro I think it would probably be better if you introduced it from like your um, peripheral. Okay. Uh, put, you're quite good, right. to get good at put, put, you're quite good at putting together facts. Yeah, neither of us are good at saying words today. Oh man, I can't put. I need some alpha brain or something. <laughs> dude. I cannot do shit with my. Head. I need to smoke more weed or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> you've been ripping bogs up, and it's like I can't get any words out. I must not be having enough weed. What is this strain? <laughs> what is this strain? <laughs> um, okay, so this was my perspective of it on. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, there was a last Wednesday. There was a gig in Sydney that that uh, I'm, I'm not sure how much we're allowed to say about this, but let's just say uh, a lot of our friends were doing it, and I was very disappointed not to be there. It felt like a big occasion, big event. Um, I wake up on Thursday morning to a message from our great friend Hotch Guac Diaz uh, <laughs> to say in our group chat last night Elliot had a woman throw throw three drinks and two glasses at him. <laughs> Which straight away, I'm like, I'm trying to work out the maths of that. Was it like, <laughs> how does, what's, where'd the third glass come from? Were both the glasses related to the drinks? I don't know. But uh, anyway, so uh, I kind of asked about what had happened and uh, everyone was kind of like, no, 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 it's EJ's story to tell. Well, let EJ tell it. And then before I know it, there's a video <laughs> on our group chat of indeed EJ Having a glass thrown in which you do swiftly duck, the head movement was impeccable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good slip. Uh, but uh, basically, because the video only really cuts in towards the end of the kind of altercation. So um, you, you're standing up, you're wearing a T-shirt that's already got something on it, and uh, and you go something along the lines of, okay, uh, no, you've just, you've just ticked something off a box of my bucket list, which is having a drink thrown at me. And then she proceeds to throw the empty glass at you <laughs> and then gets up to leave. And then as she leaves, you continue to kind of have a go at her. And then it's so funny to hear the crowd reaction of like everyone's kind of laughing, a little bit confused. And then the Hulk goes, <gasps> as she picks up a pint glass and throws <laughs> that at you on her way out the door. I know. It's uh, that's that's exactly it. And when the pint glass came, I was like having them clap uh, clap her off out of the room. Oh, yeah. And then I, um, I was like, say everyone's good. I was like, latest chin. 
everyone duck. <laughs> Did you say everyone duck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of, I, I hadn't seen at that stage any of the build-up to what had gotten to that state. It's like a 48-second video. <clears throat> yeah, it's a very, very short video of, of like, and you've sent me the whole um, voice recording from your phone of that night, and we're going to play it through in a little set, in a little bit and actually go through what happened and how it built up to this. Mm. But tell me, what, what was your perspective? How, how did you see it all playing out? And, and uh, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Um, okay, so we were celebrating, I will say this, it was a birthday for an event. Yep. It was a birthday for an event that is very important to us. And I was excited to be there, as you, um, as you were saying, uh, that you, you know, you wish you could be there, but for event, whatever reasons you couldn't be there. And it was a very rowdy night. We had like eighty tickets sold pretty early, um, and probably chucked it, like probably crammed in a bunch more. Yeah, the, the biggest show that we've had at this venue since COVID happened. Yes, and so, uh, and I would like to say that's the Hack Pack Pool. That's the <laughs> Hack Pack Pool, baby. You put you put the bat sign up, the Hack sign up, we show up, <laughs> and so does Catwoman. And also uh, the penguin, and also <laughs> and this cunt, <laughs> and this cunt. <laughs> yeah, 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 this glass throwing cunt, and uh, uh, so we we packed out this this show it was a lot of fun, tremendous. Which we're gonna have to cut probably, <laughs> and uh, we'll find out. We're gonna we're gonna get him on the pod pretty soon. We're gonna see how much of this we need to cut out. Exactly, uh, and he was throwing he amazing uh, you know promoter and stuff like that. But the room was very very rowdy. But even in a it was a benevolent way sort of thing. It was really really good. But this lady was sort of heckling people all night. She was talking shit, yelling out sort of belligerently all night. People are like zinging her and she's not learning her lesson. The audience is just laughing at her and then she's just like, you know, oh, that's, a, that's an opportunity for me to say something else. And then uh, she started talking during my set and um, I went, you know, arguably a little bit too hard. You know, I'm I'm trying to get good with heckling. I don't I don't I don't practice lines like other comedians do with hecklers, where they say, "Oh, I don't like your jeans," and they've got some zinger for jeans or something. You know what I mean? I don't I I want to do it in the moment and get good enough to do it. But sometimes you stumble, and this was, you know, it was it could be described as a stumble. But I'm I'm trying. I'm swinging, but at the same time, speaking out, yelling out at a comedy show, in my opinion, is the height of rudeness. It's like you're you're this is someone doing a performance. And you think that you're important is your voice is more important and stuff like that. It's it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I think that's a very uh, mature perspective from you. I'm glad for you to kind of concede that it wasn't handled perfectly. But no. you shouldn't have been into a position. You shouldn't have been in a position to have to handle it in the first place. I'm a four year comedian. I'm going to get better. Yep. But uh, I didn't have the tools, and I I did my best. So I've uh, I've got the recording straight from your iPhone in your pocket about what happened this night, and I've got I want to show mm -hmm. everyone. So, because you've got the full like sixteen minutes, what I've kind of clipped it up just to show. So, we're not going to give you, we're not going to put your jokes on here, but we're going to show you just a little bit of the reaction, a little bit of like what the crowd was like that night, what the vibe was, right? So, this is pretty early on. This is you pretty much opening up. How are we all doing tonight? Obviously, it's the fourth birthday of Magic. How could we not be doing well? Fourth birthday. There's a conversation happening over here. That's great. Very rude. Very rude. That's what I was thinking. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Fourth birthday. Uh, no more talking. Sorry. That's my job now. Nice to see you. So straight off the bat, everyone's talking, people are interjecting, a lot of women with a lot of opinions. Yeah, it's because Eric Patrick is doing the emceeing work. And so then Eric is like flirting with all the women. He's trying to, do, he's doing everything but asking for their numbers, son <laughs> of a bitch. And then they get up there and they're like, we could talk, we could be together across tables and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. For those of you who don't know who Eric Patrick is, he's the world's most attractive black man. <laughs> he's in, at least in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely in, in Sydney. In the Sydney comedy scene. <laughs> um, sorry, Syed. 
but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but he he. Uh, so and I think this happens a lot with especially people who who maybe like don't know a lot about comedy. Is when people go to comedy shows for maybe the first time and they don't go very often, and they have like a charismatic MC who's like chatting to them and, and they're constantly fitting in and he's laughing with them and they're getting laughs so they're getting laughed at. They think they're part of the show. So they kind of start getting in that mode where they're like really active participants instead of just sitting back and listening. Mm-hmm. Mm. They think that they actually have a role where they're like, oh, we're talking now? The people want to hear from me. Mm. And then the other thing I've heard a lot of comedians talk about, which I think is super interesting, is like sometimes they'll get hecklers coming up to them after the show, like hecklers that they hate. And they'll come up to them after the show and be like, hey, that was me. Like, you, almost like, you're welcome, dude. Yeah. Like, we did that together. And yeah. the queens will be like, fuck off. You yeah, made yeah, yeah. it so much worse. It's it's it's, it's, it's actually amazing the, um, the ignorance that a lot of audience members have. Mm. All right. So this is just kind of the back end of one of your jokes. You're going to make it. <laughs> Good stuff. Cross arms in the middle. What do you think? <laughs> Good enough to cross those arms? Yeah, thank you, boy. That's what I'm talking about. Wait till I tell a joke and then clap. That's what I wanted. Otherwise, put that back in your pocket. So, I just want to put that in because it's like, crowd's on your side. Everything's going pretty well. You're kind of bantering back and forth. But obviously, your, your character on stage, or the way you do it on stage, it is pretty like... Do this, don't do that. Exactly. I don't need it. Yeah, more drill sergeanty kind of mm. thing. You know what I mean? More than like a uh, fun uncle. Yeah, exactly. So, and I just think, and when you go back to your thing about um, trying to learn how the right way to do it and learning mm-hmm. the skills and that kind of thing, it's such a hard thing to do in that character, yes. right? Because you need to walk that line so carefully. Yes, it is. But I love the challenge. I love the challenge every fucking time. Mm. All right. I've got here. Say you guys. It was my birthday recently. My girlfriend told me that she was going to give me the best blowjob that I've ever had. It's a lie. Show me <laughs> <laughs> Best blowjob that I've ever had. And I got very anxious, you know? They're just like talking through your setups. They're stumbling all over your punchlines. He's lying and stuff like that. I was like, what is going on? Let me just like talk over them. Yeah. Not because I don't want the best blowjob that I have ever had. But because it is my birthday. And And I don't feel like acting. (laughs) (laughs) So is that the chick? That's the chick. The British British one. Yeah, the British. And I don't feel like acting. Exactly her. So annoying. The like, most I, annoying. I don't know whether everyone who's listening to this who aren't comedians get how fucking frustrating that is. And she's sitting right in the front row. Literally couldn't be closer to me. Yeah, that's right. She is. She's literally the closest person you in the, in the entire room. Cannot ignore her. And it's like, the other thing I noticed listening back to this, and I kind of know this about you, but it made it so obvious this time, is like how much you need those pauses mm. for, what you, for the comedy that mm. you do. And she's just like, before the big confrontation she's just ducking in into all of them like i'm doing the i'm doing the auto editing to break this up and i can see the little spikes yeah. where you've left moments of science and she's just like eh, eh. like you know what i mean it's just like shut the fuck up and this is not an opportunity for you to speak you idiot i'm like, trying to think of like i'm trying to think of an another example in like arts or sports that would get across just like how because it's not just like oh you're talking when you should be quiet like you are completely destroying the whole art of it. 
It's so weird. It's like going, oh, at a tennis match when nothing is happening kind mm. of thing, when, like, they're just kind of getting the ball from the ball boy and stuff. You're like, wait. But it's worse because at least then it doesn't inter- inter- uh, interrupt the match. Yeah, well, right? fair enough. I can't even find a comparative. Like, it's so, st- yeah. so stupid. But it is, yeah. It's but it says so, so much about the person. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is where, as a comic, because obviously so much of the discussion that we've had about it or that I've, like, had with other people about it was, you know... Did you hear Elliot had a glass thrown at him? That it's kind of one of two things of like, I, I think there is a little bit of like, oh well, he must have done something to deserve to have the glass thrown at him. Great question. That's the uh, what did he do to have a glass thrown at him? Yeah, exactly. Which no is, one's ever done that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, which is kind of a, a thing. And but I also when I was listening back to this whole, um, this whole event, uh. I was I was like fuck I hate this girl so much. And look, I will say this: you may have an opinion based on the end of this podcast kind of thing of where I where you stand uh, with me or with the lady. And I, but I am happy to send you the whole recording just so you know that I haven't like you know com- doctored this and stuff like that and made myself look like the hero. You can make your own opinion. I'm happy for you to do that. Um, but in the interest of uh, keeping people entertained, we have to cut it off. So that's you saying, and I've had this as well before, but like when they try to guess the punchlines, yeah. is that what you're saying? You think you're better at guessing punchlines than you are? Oh, you know what? Actually, no, that's that's sort of what they were doing. They're trying to guess my punchlines or even just yelling over them. But what I was trying to say is that uh, women think that they're better at blowjobs than what they are. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, you guys think you're better than that than what you are. I was looking into it way too much. I was like, now, Elliot, is what you're trying to get capture in that line? Okay, here we go. What a thrill. You think you've ever been followed, huh? <laughs> All right, that's very out of context. Okay, so I asked the lady, uh, do you think you... At this point, she'd been heckling, and I said... I, I was sorry, just beforehand, and I did cut this out because we didn't want to include all your jokes in here, but there, there was a joke about stalkers. Exactly, no, exactly. About and I say to the lady, do you think you'd ever been followed home? And uh, she... Yeah. I'll play it again. What a thrill. <laughs> you think you've ever been followed home? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable. The ladies. Anyway. <laughs> she was pointing at herself like me. You can't even help someone punch themselves in the face. <laughs> I do love that. So, and this is the thing I would also say that I was kind of surprised up until this point is you're pretty playful for most of this stuff. Like yeah. you're not really having a big go. No. But then I'm, you're I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to let everyone in the show have fun. Um, and, and and including her, I'm trying to let her stop fucking hitting herself as yeah. well. It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is the longest. So basically, all of that was just to kind of give an idea of um the the vibe of the room, what this chick had kind of done up to this point. Like it wasn't like she she'd just been a, a quiet, patient uh, crowd member this whole time. But uh, I I do think this is where you jump the shark. Yeah. All right. So this is here we go. <laughs> here's here's the uh here's the big the jump big reveal. The shark. 25 minutes. We'll talk it out. Oh, no. Sorry. I've, I've, I've completely misrepresented you that. You jumped no, no, the no. shark. I jumped the shark. You're right. Uh, this is where she asserts herself as the villain of the story for me. I take it back. So, this is, no, this is where she asserts herself as the villain of the story. Okay. 25 minutes. We'll talk it out. Five minutes. There are a lot of Jews in banking. You know? <laughs> so she steps all over the punchline mm. and calls you a cunt. Mm-hmm. 
uh, clearly misunderstanding the joke. She's completely being aggressive. Yeah, this is like the the fact that no one reacted to it was kind of surprising to me. They are enthralled by my my uh, <laughs> setup. <laughs> that was because that's the moment that she she goes from just being it's like such a, a nuisance to, do. to such a. But like, so do you have any conception of like why she called you a cunt in that moment? Uh, I th- what do you okay? So you're asking why? I think that she was listening to my joke and was like, "Oh, this guy just played himself as a racist," and I was like. Let me do the punchline. You know what I mean, and I think that that's why she was calling me a cunt. Okay, so she she you think she was genuinely offended by the joke? Is that or do you think perhaps she yeah. was? She heard me talking about races, races, racism, and racists, and uh, you know, giving them the time of day, and then perhaps was like, "You're a cunt." You know what I mean? Yeah, right okay. in a time where I was doing, you know, some silence for my setup, kind of or punchline, and um, but at the same time, I could just be like, she she could have been doing her own thoughts, uh, her own math in her head, and then was like, silence, silence, you're a cunt. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, that, that was just, especially because it's a joke that I just don't think, I, I couldn't, I could never, I would never have thought that joke would elicit a strong emotional reaction, knowing the joke that we haven't shown it. It never has. Um, Very, very strange. So that's the moment where everything starts to turn, I think. And here we are. <laughs> just take me home, buddy. <laughs> What'd you think about that big chin? <laughs> you got it leaning right up in my area. I couldn't help but notice that your father gave you your chin. So now you're talking straight to her. Now I'm the villain. Tell me about her chin. <laughs> it was it was very like very sort of pointy and masculine kind of thing. Okay. I could it almost looked like um Shaggy from Scooby Doo. You know, <laughs> it was like pointy with like a bump on it. But like I just I imagined stubble on there, yeah, and I was yeah. like in the darkness and the shadow. I was like. This dummy needs stubble in my head. You know what I mean? And I was oh, like, man. your chin. You know what the real problem here is, and I've just realized it, is when you do crowd work on the way someone looks on the person in the front row where no one else can see what the fuck they look like. That's I, that's a lesson learned right <laughs> there for me. Right? <laughs> so it could have been the best. So this chick could have looked exactly like Shaggy and you could have been like, hey, Shaggy, where's Scoobs tonight? Oh, my God. And no one would have gotten it. Exactly. would have been like, who the fuck is... What? I would have had to have done a description of it and been like, you, you, this guy, when she leaves, yeah, you're going to yeah. see. And that's actually... that's 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 uh, does make a real difference to me when I was like, oh, I guess they were just like kind of offended that he called her Big Chin or whatever, which is kind of... But actually, no, they just didn't know what you were talking about, Dude, I yeah, think is why. That's this probably exactly it. And like, it, she she had a mad chin on her. Like, <laughs> like a great, like a good chin. And I was just like, if I was trying to punch that, I would be like, oh man, how much... Are they, you're going to have to hit him with the kitchen sink. <laughs> I'm just going to go for the body. <laughs> I'm going to have to wear this Leg person kicks. down. <laughs> All day. She started talking back. Did you have anything else to say other than some drunken murmur? Anything clever and intelligent? Have you read a book? I was laughing at your shit joke. How sympathetic. You were laughing at my shit joke? So was everyone else without talking. <laughs> Isn't that a phenomenon? That's amazing. How- okay. No one else laughed. No one else laughed? That's a testament to how drunk you are, sweetheart. It's, it's so on the... It's... It's such an even keel right now. Like, I think people want to be on your side, but you're just not quite landing stuff well enough. I know. I just, like, I'm fucking... The, the, I was, like, the... Sw- I don't know what it was about the sweetheart, but it just was... Wait a sec. Can I go there? 
it was too aggressive. They were like, oof. It was like, oh, I. it was there. I think you could have just stopped. Yeah. Tell us how drunk you are. Because you're right, everyone was laughing. <sighs> this, is, this, is why, this is why we do game tape. This is why we're here. Take your head Okay, so I would say a cheer, significantly lower cheer. <laughs> <laughs> there was no claps. <laughs> the person was like, yeah, we're having fun. Are these jokes funny? Yeah. <laughs> oh, in my in my defense, they were getting interrupted the whole night <laughs> by some chick your, with a mad chin and great audio, like uh, audio. Your 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 highest moments were high for sure, but you're right. And but she also stepped on like that. The cab driver joke would have landed harder if she hadn't spoken over me for sure. The whole time she was fucking. I had to was doing math on her instead of thinking about my set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's kick on. It's me, Chip. What's going on? <laughs> you laughed along. You know what? You did half the job correctly. If you could just uh, shut the fuck up with the words. Who <laughs> marks to you? A lot of groans. Whenever, like, even just shut the fuck up with the words, like, a lot of people seemed very edgy mm. on this night where it's mm. like they just weren't. I think it's because I was doing a good job of staying calm, even mm. though I f felt like that the whole time. Well, you do have that serial killer energy. Yeah, and then they're like, he's he's getting more serial killery. Like, you know what I mean? That's exactly. I showed this video to a friend at work, and he's like, he's got that like, that that, uh, that mass murderer confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts looking for their nearest exit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I'll need to use it, but it's good to know. It's good to. <laughs> what are you guys' emotions remaining of your shitty sister? Something like that. Like she's okay. that was um the reason i said that was because a comedian some comedian i'm not going to say their name i'm not going to dignify them and I, I feel bad in calling them a comedian because they're not uh they yelled out during my set being like what's your excuse uh i had oh, a, i heard that yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah so they uh they yelled out heckling for this woman mm. in favor of this woman and i was just like you're not a comedian dude yeah you're, 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 you you uh, you was that in there was that the what's your excuse was yeah that... yeah you can hear it i mean she, she, the... <laughs> hear that uh, we'll talk afterwards when i can outsmart you uh one-to-one -one. oh that was that was to him was it not yes. to yeah yeah right, we'll okay. talk afterwards when i can talk when i can uh, outsmart you one-on-one -on -one. yeah 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 right that, yeah that is that is just a bizarre little subplot of all this is, didn't know he was a comedian that. when he did it um, just thought he was a friend of the MC, but um, which is why Eric. I say yeah, which is why oh. I say thank thank you Eric right there at the end kind of thing as well. Like uh, once he responds, um, but yeah, that was it. <laughs> Look forward to that. Yeah, right. And I was like, okay, what <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk then. Thank you, Eric. I got one more joke for you guys. I know you guys have been hating all of these jokes, being like, yeah, get out of here, Elliot. Let it be funny. 
It just didn't go quite how you wanted it no, to do. No, I said, go, go, get out of here, Elliot. Learn to be funny. That's what I said. And yeah, uh, yeah. I just didn't hit. I'm just like, fuck, what is that? I'm just like, I cannot hit these guys. Like, well, I'm just, it's shit. yeah, I'm stumbling a little bit. Uh, we'll take home or swing. That sounds nice to me. I'm not even going to ask you how that sounds. Chin, what do you think? I keep going back to her and calling her <laughs> Chin. And it never landed in the first place. That was the, like, yeah, that was... It landed for me, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and it landed on her. <laughs> they need to know I'm committed to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big part of it. That's right. Kill it. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? She, she's got the most aggressive of English accents. She looks like to me where she'd grown up either as the middle or younger sister of only brothers and just got beaten up and also beat <laughs> them up as well and was just like this, you know, little grub. You know yeah, what I mean? That had grown yeah, up yeah. She, this is definitely not the first time she's thrown a drink at someone. No, and she had to adapt to their testosterone and started growing a chin. <laughs> the one with the chin, yeah. The one with the chin that was given to her by her father. I could take an Niche reference, paid off. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes it did. That's who I'm talking to. Do you have something to say, Chin? Yeah, I do. Why don't you yell it into your cunt? I will say uh, that, that's, that's, that's trademark from Bill Burr. That's a tight line, and I just like, but I thought it was perfect. I just, for some reason, I hadn't thought about the line in years. I laughed at it a lot, but I was like, well, how fitting. And uh, it just came into my head, and I was like, "There you go." So, so when just you want to push out that ad. when you say to her, um, you say, "Have you got something to say, Chin?" And she says, "Yes, I do." Is she going to throw a drink then? No, because yes, yes, I do. Sounds like this is what I have to say. Throw a drink? No, no, no. Um, no, she wasn't. Okay, it was, it was, it was. Why don't you tell it to your cunt? Yeah, yeah, I just shut it into your cunt. cunt. <laughs> And then she throws a drink. That's a lovely piece of foreshadowing. A second drink is thrown. <laughs> so, okay, give me this great. So, was it two glasses, three drinks? So, was it three Hodge glasses? Hodge convinced me that it was two glasses, two drinks, three glasses. It was actually. Two glasses, two two drinks, and so she emptied the beverages of the her glass and then her friend's glass, and then threw her glass, walked away, and then threw a second a second glass, but there was a pint. Imagine your friend throws your drink onto <laughs> someone. I'd be so angry. Well, Don't drag me into this, this shit. This Jen. chick uh, let her let her true feelings show a little a little bit uh, momentarily. Do you, we, do you reckon we can get this girl on the pod? Wow. Um, highly unlikely. <laughs> and any way that we could reach out, it would probably be illegal. <laughs> no, I reckon we can work this out. I want to get her on the pod That's so bad. Hilarious. If we can work this out, I reckon our good friend on the phone might be able to help us out with this. That oh, okay. would be amazing. Okay. I reckon we can settle I reckon we can settle some beef. I think uh, who knows? Well, Just tell this story. Be like keep telling the story. Tell your friends about the story until uh someone's like, Yeah, I was there that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she threw a glass at me. Okay, so I made a mistake there. What I was trying to say was, yeah, thank you, sweetheart. You helped me tick uh, something off my bucket list. 
uh, someone throwing a beverage or a, a drink at me. But what I said it was a glass. And then she was like, Did you say glass? Yeah. Le- you said drink, didn't you? I'm pretty sure a glass. And then she goes, uh, let me help you out with that. Oh, a drink. Maybe I could have said something. Maybe I could have been more descriptive or something like that. But I know that I fucked it up. I was like, oh, fuck, I could have been like just a beverage. But she was like, yeah, let me help you tick the other thing off the list. That is, I mean, just. So the glass smashed? It's completely smashed behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you know the glass was coming? Um, I, I saw her pick it up. She tried to be deceptive. And she tried it. She was looking right at me and reached behind her at the table, picked up a glass, and then went. That like, is crazy. She didn't it. want you to know the glass was coming. I guess not. And so then I just like, but I was looking right at her hand and was like, it's going behind her back. And then as it came, uh, rear slip. Like I was like I was going up against the south paws, uh, rear left hand, and <laughs> we, just was like uh, lead slip right there, baby boy. And we then were, we were talking about last week how you just have this like you got that street smart thing <laughs> where it's like you know when a fight's about to break out, it's like you know where the glasses, you know where all the glasses in that room were at any one point. She was trying to make me look at her <laughs> eyes. That's what we're like. She became very stuck on my eyes, and then her hand started moving, and I was like, "What are you doing?" That <laughs> is so funny. You just checkmated her. <laughs> Tell everyone what you said there because I didn't get to the first time. Anyway. I was like, I said, uh, ladies, chin, everyone have a good, everyone duck. <laughs> <laughs> You sound genuinely concerned. I was. I was like, this chick has a terrible arm. I just saw it. (laughs) And now she's going to throw a heavier glass over these, like, patrons' heads. Oh, fuck, yeah. Everyone duck. Because that was the thing I was thinking. was, like, when she threw that glass at you, you were so close and there was very little velocity to it. It just would have bounced off you. Yeah, but... Like, it wasn't going to smash... No, I'm not saying you weren't wrong to duck it, but I was like, it just would have been such an anti-climax just for your glass to hit you and then hit the floor and be like... I don't know, huh. man. If I would have eaten that on the uh, eyebrow or something, that would have sucked. That's true. And the face would have not been good. In the teeth? Yeah. She would have mm-hmm. just walked off and I would have no teeth. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. F- I imagine <sighs> this would be a better podcast. <laughs> Except you wouldn't be on it. I wouldn't be able to talk very well. <laughs> the content. Though. Here's what I think happened. Elliot, this is what your voice used to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Strong glasses. <laughs> the glass bounced. Did you say strong glasses? I said strong glasses. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, the second glass, the second bigger glass thrown from a longer distance doesn't break, which does kind of break, blow my mind. Oh, did yeah. you? <laughs> 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 Is she coming back? Is she coming back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I talked over this. Is that what that woman just said? Okay, so this woman, uh, the lady that was sitting with the lady that threw the glass at me, uh, the one that had her drink thrown, stood up, and in the corner of my eye, I was like, fuck, I forgot about her friend. She's probably got a glass. And and in the video, you see me flinch and be like, oh, shit. And then I'll be like, is she back? And then the lady stood up, and she goes, I had a nice time. (laughs) And I just ran up to her and was like, I said this. her arm and it said champion and MVP of the room. Hey, and make sure that that lady doesn't go home and uh, accuse someone of abuse. You know what I mean? <laughs>
Don't know what that means. It just kind of was like I was looking at her character. I was like, she's probably leaving and being like, this guy did this. And I was like, you threw a glass, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, All right, so this is this is this is the 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 highlight of the whole. Th well, not really, but you know, this is where I, I'm I'm very proud of you for this bit. Oi, 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 this, oi, guys, 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 this is not an excuse to speak. What this is is a setup to my next joke. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, you win the whole thing. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> cool. No, but um, it was yeah. Look, I fucking at that point I was pretty disappointed. I was like, fuck, I don't want. I really didn't know what that had to happen. Did someone film that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, no, it was um, it was an interesting, it was an interesting experience. First time I've had a glass thrown at me, and um, I'm definitely gonna try and take my foot off that pedal. Unless someone just <laughs> immediately does not like my face, and they're just like, here's a pint. <laughs> uh, if you just if you'd had a better line than chin, I think it could have gone better. Because obviously, because I think what you find in my few interactions I've had with hecklers is you have that realisation on stage, which should be obvious, but you don't know it, of like, oh, everyone hates this guy. Mm. Oh, everyone hates you. Like, if you have the right... They want to be on your side. Absolutely. They're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. 100%. But you just need to land it a little. And also just say, like, what I'm seeing in front of them. What did you say? Okay, I said this. And, like, repeat it for them kind That's of thing. That's such a thing. You hear that with people who are really good with crowd work? They always repeat the, person, yes. the person's line. It's such a hard... It sounds so simple, but it's so hard to do in the moment. And just like you said, they can't see them. So at least draw a little picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, again, learning and uh, hopefully... Down the track, we'll be able to play some uh, some some clips of me actually doing <laughs> um, a decent job, and maybe I'll know I won't get a glass thrown at me. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy, man! It's uh, I've never I've never I've heard of it in the ether of comedians on podcasts. I've never heard of a friend of mine having a glass thrown at them. Uh, you know, I mean, the closest we've had is a good friend, Anthony Lucasio, was was punched on stage once. Oh yeah. I feel uh, like I definitely defeated his story, this one. Well, he actually connected, though. Like, you had no physical outcomes. His athletic ability has nothing to do with the threat that was incoming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you think in his situation... Yeah, of course, in his, in his situation, you would have at least ducked that punch, if yeah. not counted. Yeah, I'd have just fucking front kick. I've always thought about that. I'm like, how do you attack? Sparta kick right to the front. Oh, shit. There's a great video I saw years ago of a guy trying to bum rush the stage, and this guy... It's a, it's a, it's a, um, a band. I think I know exactly. The about. bass guitar, just right in the teeth. I haven't seen that. Holy <laughs> smokes. This guy starts to run the stage and the guy just smacks him in the face with his guitar and it's like, oh, that's it. That's the end of the fight. Wow. <laughs> that's so intense. <laughs> Did he continue playing after that? I think so, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Punk. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> so, Ellie, any, any final words? What, what, what do we take away from this? Um, I'm sorry to the... Venues we can't name. Venue I can't name, and um, I'm sorry to the two acts and the MC that had to follow me afterwards, kind of thing. Like I already, I already apologized to them via message, and they're like, "Don't even apologize for that." But who were the two acts? Give them a shout out. Uh, Alex Malinkovic and um, bu -bu 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 -bu, who was it? I can't even remember, but I do remember there was. I can't tell you the name, but they've been a part of our podcast before, and she got very, she got very annoyed that I did not apologize to her right afterwards and was like, you did this to uh, to us. You really made it hard for us and you didn't apologize kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? I didn't even think of that. Mm. Like uh, there was a, like a couple of comedians afterwards and I just assumed, you know, like what I would do is just do the job and have, try and have fun with it. But that's not the rule. That's so I, so I should, so I extended apology to them. Um, and they both accepted. I just can't fucking remember. Alex, Mil Alex Milky Mil Mil Milinkovic mm. and uh, someone else. Yeah. 
Uh, well, here we go. There we go. We're all learning. We're getting there step by step. I mean, it'd be great to finish the segment with a laugh, but... It's just, you, well, how about a lesson? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get a beer. That'll do. Uh, so, Elliot, we... Uh, I've, uh, I've been checking my voicemails recently, and I've got a voicemail from my uh, esteemed agent, Slater Camp. That's right. Uh, you messaged me about this earlier in the day. I was jealous as I get when your manager calls you. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, this is Slater Campbell. Um, you should know, but it's big. The guy with the hats. The guy with the hats is the manager with the hats in Sydney. He uh, is sort of sought after by, um, I think he started with Dave Hughes, um, Hamish and Andy. I'll call them a Andy and Hamish if that's what he wants. They were Andy and Hamish until he got his mitts on him. That's right. Um, big, big manager, but he's also now managing Tom Wickham. And so whenever Tom Wickham uh, gets a voicemail from him, Somehow he always finds a, uh, the time to text me about it. Um, and, you know, I'm very glad, but I'm also... Um, I just want you to get the inside story before it ends up all over social media because that's where it's going. You yeah. know, that's where... So uh, I've got a voicemail. Let's see, let's see what, what Slater Campbell has for me this week. Tommy Lifeboat. Tommy Bloodline. Tommy Saviour. Uh, it's... I obviously don't need to tell you who it is, but it's uh, Slater Campbell, your manager, uh, coming in and, and giving you a call, giving you a little pat on the back. Um... <clears throat> Rather, thanking you, actually, for sending me those pesos, I mean, dollars. Uh, I was in a tight spot. Uh, I don't know why, but Commonwealth Bank, all their customers, I think the wire transfer was saying that the money was going to Cuba. I don't know if you had the same problem. It was weird. I'm obviously, I'm obviously not in Cuba. I'm in Wagga Wagga, like my, uh, like my assistant Tracy told you. Um, definitely not Havana. That would be crazy at this time. Um, but I did, i got to tell you, I lost a lot of money on uh, Mr. Jorge Masvidal yesterday. Um... I lost a lot of money when Kamara Usman knocked out Jorge Masvidal. I say I lost a lot of money, Tom. Um, we lost a lot of money. Uh, funds were mixed up, and uh, you, you, I guess you had a silent bet. Um, it didn't go too well, but you can say at least, you know, you were there um, with the bet. Uh, but I've got to tell you this, Tom. The, the Cuban people do not take a loss very well. They are getting, it's getting hairy out here. So I'm heading straight from uh, Wagga Wagga um, right back to Sydney. Definitely from Wagga Wagga. Um, whatever the distance is from Wagga Wagga to Sydney, that's, that's the distance I'm traveling. Uh, also, Tom, I don't know if you've realized, but um, there's, there's a lot of... I mean, unless you've been under a rock. Unless you've been under a comedy rock because you're writing, which is what I expect you to be doing. So uh, let me tell you about what, uh, what I'm thinking. There's been a lot of uh, celebrity boxing going on. Celebrity boxing matches between YouTubers and ex-MMA athletes. And I think that the market is becoming perfectly ripe, Tom, uh, for me to be the first manager of not only a comedian, but a comedian boxer. I want you, Tom, to start thinking about who you want to call out in the Sydney comedy scene. I was thinking we could start with like Dave Hughes or Jim Owen. You know what I mean? Something as like a debut fight. Maybe even do something a little bit smaller in the uh, Sydney comedy scene. Maybe get work your way up, knock out a few open micers. And then we can, you know, get, uh, claim the title from Judith Lucy. Or some other big name like that in the industry. So, um, let me know what you're thinking. Let me know... Um, that you agree with me because I already know you do. Uh, so, um, a lot of love, Tom. Thank you so much for the money that you sent to me that was definitely not going to Havana. Weird. I don't know. Commonwealth Bank is so strange. Um, I'll catch you soon, Tommy Rocketfuel. Tom, how do you feel getting emails like this from the greatest manager in Sydney comedy? I mean, you know, you get used to it very quickly. I'm pretty used to it now. Um, what about I'm, the boxing? I just don't know who... 
Who should I take? Because I've got you. I mean, I, I would I would ask you to coach me, but you know, it's, I'm going to be your customato. It's going to be your Italian coach. But, um, it's, it, but I, I would I would have some doubt because there's a lot of incentive in your court for me to get concussed here. I think you would love for me to have some kind of injury where I'm set back to you know two years less of comedy uh, uh, <laughs> comedy ability. Tom, I'm disgusted that you would even point that. I, I'm going to have money <laughs> on both sides. I'll tell you that I'm going to have money on both sides. Um, I'm going to be helping his team. As well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be coaching. No, I've got you. Said back. anything about him? If you wanna, if <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna uh, fight an open micer to build pad your record, I think that as a coach, that would be your best idea. We should start calling out open micers um, so that you can start knocking them out. Uh, we can start posting that material, calling people out, showing up to their shows and being like, you ain't shit. You know what I mean? Being like, Luke Heggie, you ain't shit. <laughs> just called Luke Heggie an open micer. No, no, no. Ridiculous. We're going to build up to that. We're going to build yeah, up okay. to Luke Heggie's holding the, ch holding the title this right now. The only name, the only name that comes to mind. You don't want to fight Luke Heggie. He's going to hurt everyone. Oh, fuck, <laughs> He'll kick man. the shit out Luke of me Hege as your manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke Heggie, yeah. And no, none of it will be part of the rules. That's not that it, like, You'll we, tear up the tam canvas could, and throw it down your throat. <laughs> I could put any rule I wanted in place and it still wouldn't do me any good. It'd open with a nut <laughs> kick and being like, oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, I uh, Look, okay, here's, here's a name. I'm throwing a name into the ring. I want to hear what they have to say because I know they listen. I bet they're listening to this right now. Ari Gallagher, all right? Are you going to call out Ali Gallagher? I'm calling out Ali Gallagher for Holy a celebrity shit. boxing match. I don't know. How does... Are they tracked to being Gallagher? How does boxing work in the gender stakes when they're non-binary? <laughs> <laughs> it's it they count? versus him! <laughs> <laughs> it's the rumble in the open gender bathroom! <laughs> no, no, that's all good. Uh, Adi Gallagher's a, first, uh, a great first call out. Adi Gallagher, we're calling you out. For a uh, an amateur boxing match between Tom and Adi Gallagher, <laughs> we actually a tremendous sponsored. We could be ring commentators before I have to step in and beat the fuck out of Adi Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could put on a Sydney open mic That's comedy a great uh, idea. boxing night. You and I would be great commentators. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine you and I being like the color co color commentators and stuff like that? Yeah, and maybe we just need to get because now T's two and zero in her amateur boxing career. We just need to get her to do a few open mics. Tiana Ugachagara and then pitch her up against some female <laughs> open mic we don't like, or male. <laughs> There's so many I'd like her to mow. <laughs> Let's name no names. <laughs> I can't do it because <laughs> oh lord, none of them listen to this podcast. I bet our podcast <laughs> is at least eighty five percent male. I would put all my Hopefully. money on that. <laughs> well, it is a comedy podcast. So. <laughs> oh, no, Tom. Tom. It was satire. It was satire. I don't mean it. No, I mean, uh, I'm having too much fun with you. I hope this never ends. <laughs> foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, do you joke? Yeah, we got we got to finish up. What's the joke of the week? All right, the joke of the week <laughs> is um, I'm gonna have to just I, I I think I can do it off the top of the dome, but I want to do it with the respect of um. Is it there even after it? Okay. A husband comes home. A husband come ho comes home and finds his wife furiously packing her bags. Uh, he asks where she's going, and she screams at him, "I'm leaving you." I heard you can earn $250 per blowjob in Vegas. And the man immediately starts packing his own belongings. 
And then his wife asks, what are you doing? And he says to her, I want to see how you survive on $500 a year. <laughs> I've already heard the joke, but it's a great joke. I like it a lot. <laughs> I try to juice it up for you. <laughs> Enjoy, tremendous people. Uh, Thank tremendous. you for being there for us. Thank yeah. you. You guys are the best.